Welcome to The Hoodoo Factory, a game show and discussion podcast about the 90s NBC sitcom classic, News Radio. We will be drafting News Radio episodes into units with a common theme. In part A of the podcast, we will host a game show based on our drafted episodes. The contestants will compete for ABSA points in hopes of being declared the ABSA winner. In part B of the podcast, we will discuss the episode in greater detail. We are three dorks who prefer the term news radiologists who decided to use Twitter and podcasting for good instead of pure evil. We hope you enjoyed part A, where we declared Lauren the winner of the ABSA for Excellence in this podcast. Now we are back for part B, where we'll discuss this episode in further detail. I'm Thaddeus, and I'm here with Tom and Lauren discussing The Breakup, the second episode of our Dave and Lisa unit. Now to kick off part B, we're going to start with some fun facts about the episode in a segment we call Half-Truths and Gorilla Dust with Tom. Okay, thanks, Thad. Um... We've got on this episode, uh, the word bitch is, uh, plays a prominent part. Uh, it is uttered six times. Uh, the first time it was uttered on network television was on the show MASH, which, of course, featured Loretta Swit, one of our original wife candidates for Jimmy. Um, the Major Deegan Expressway makes the first of several appearances. Uh, I, I think it's the first, but it's definitely it's been talked about before uh, or, or after. Um, and that was built in 1939. It's uh, an 8.7-mile-long stretch of highway that is part of Interstate 87. So 8.7, 87. How about that? Um, okay. <laughs> anyhow, yeah. Uh, it was named after U.S. Army veteran uh, architect of the Army Corps of Engineers, Major Deegan. There you go. But uh, um, and cut all that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, November fifteenth is is Catherine's birthday. That's the day that this uh, is set on. Um, so I wanted to run down some other notable birthdays from uh, November fifteenth. We have Judge Wapner, who was from the People's Court, was born in nineteen nineteen. Uh, Ed Ed Asner. Uh, the actor who okay. just recently passed away. Um, he was born in 1929 on November 15th. Uh, the actress Beverly D'Angelo from the Vacation oh, yeah. movies was born uh, on that date in 1951. Macho Man Randy Savage, the wrestler, uh, was yes. born in 1952. And Old Dirty Bastard was born in uh, 1968 on November 15th. And one on uh, the kind of ties in is uh erwin rommel the german general uh from world war ii who uh in the movie Patton, Patton says about him i read your book you magnificent bastard which is later uh. quoted <laughs> okay by bill to dave in the cane uh, uh bill's bill's birthday is later um revealed to be june 19th uh which is uh Juneteenth, uh, celebrating the emancipation of uh, all all slaves, uh, especially it was Texas. I believe that was the last one, the last state mm. that still had it, and it was that was the date that it was um, finally uttered. You know that the 
Emancipation Proclamation. Um, we've got birthdays for Wallace Simpson, who absconded with the King of England um, in the late 30s. Uh, Paul okay. Abdul okay. <laughs> uh, was born in 1962 on June 19th. Uh, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK, uh, 1964. Dirk Nowitzki in 1978, basketball player for Mavs. And the one that kind of ties into um, to news radio, Lou Gehrig was born in 1907, who famously had a, a consecutive game streak that was then broken by Cal Ripken, which was referenced by Bill in the uh, episode Rat Funeral. So uh, <laughs> there's your fun facts. That ties it back in. Yep. All right, so that was our half truths and Gorilla Dust segment, and now we're going to recap and discuss our Abs of Fever round from Part A. All right, so the big difference here is that we're really talking about more of our favorites than necessarily some of the way that the, the categories were listed. I'm going to throw my two cents in here, uh, but we're pretty much going to kind of follow the same format. So uh, as far as scene that you would show to a new person or your favorite scenes that were there, um, you guys did a great job of hitting, I think, all the ones that I wanted to hit. The bathroom scene was my number one. You know, I think that is a, just a classic. With, with Jimmy laughing on the way out, I think really makes that scene come to life uh, over the sock of the bag. Uh, just the way he laughs, which I will not even try to imitate. Uh, like that, so I was like, okay, that's, that's oh. the um, I actually I narrowed it down. That was a good invitation right there. That you got it. I actually narrowed down the Dave and Lisa going from the office to the to the elevator, ending with Bill's dance was my number two. So Tom managed to get that one as well. Uh, and then the opening scene, you know, again all the way around. Uh, those are the scenes I thought were the best of the episode. So what are the scenes that you guys like, uh, Lauren? Um, so also on my list was the one with the awkward walk uh, out to the elevators, and um, but. Partially because um, Catherine does this like head down side eye maneuver, yeah. like when they're like, yep. "Yeah, we don't care, we don't care, you're going to lunch," you know. I thought she played it the best; it was so great. Well, and they all um, play it well. Like Joe does the hands off at one point, but oh, Matthew's yeah. like, "We don't care." Like he actually kind of sells it as being kind of <laughs> casual. I was like, okay, yeah. but yeah, Catherine, you could see her peeking up with her head down. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was great. Um, and then the scene in the break room with Dave and Lisa and Beth, where Beth tricks them into thinking she already told the staff they're dating. Right. Beth's performance uh, when Joe walked in was really great. <laughs> um, trying to cover up the conversation was amazing. And then the way she tricks them, I always think is very clever. Every time I rewatch this episode, I'm like, that was really smart of her to think of that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's definitely underrated. <laughs> she, yeah, she makes them believe that it's already happened. And mm hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's a nice note as far as that goes. Tom, what was another one of the uh, scene that you liked? What was it one of your favorite scenes? Uh, I think we've pretty much covered all the ones that I had. I had five now, and we've hit them all. So yeah, yeah, and we talked. We did talk about uh, the Catherine opening Matthew's present. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, the classic gag, and he's like, excited for it. Oh, I love this, uh, and her reaction. So those, yeah, uh, really a solid episode. You know, I really felt like almost all the scenes were really strong. So. Uh, definitely one of the better ones. Okay, moving on to quotes most usable or you'd want to use in real life. You know, once again, Tom Mary's got a lot of this was, oh my, this is delicious. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my, this is delicious. I feel like I've actually said that once or twice. Uh, still have the spark and sass of a blank year old. <laughs> you know, again, definitely something I can see in a lot of different situations. Um, and the last one, the last one is a little bit more situational, but I actually went with uh, the, the office wasn't a rock, and so I let myself in. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great one. 
way to show up at parties or, or just show up in places <laughs> in general. You know, it's like, hey, uh, Shaq was in the rocket, so I let myself in. What's going on, guys? <laughs> I thought that was another good line that I could try to use in, in real life for comedy purposes. Um, so what were some of the other lines that we had on our list? Tom, what did you all? What else did you have on your list of quotes? Uh, let's see. I had, wow, secret keys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm starting to feel like I work for Kaiser Soze. Was I mean I don't know if it's really such a way, but I loved it. I thought it was great. See, I actually dislike the, the Kaiser Soze reference. Like it just doesn't hit for really? me. Really? Yeah, I mean it's a little bit inside. Like you have to know the movie, and back then, that you know, I know it was effective, but like it, it's just I don't know <laughs> something about it just didn't hit with me. So I like Dave's reaction. The way he's like, who? That was what made it funny to me that he has no idea what she's talking about. See, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but that's that is good. Like, because she's all stressed out. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Lauren. What's another quote that you had on your list? Um, this was one I like, but it's not as usable. Uh, yeah. How you doing today, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you you got to be real careful. But you got to give the pause too, though. You know? And then she drops it out. How you doing today, bitch? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, like, yes. <laughs> like, I would not use it in real life, but that is a good line in the episode. And then at least his immediate reaction is, is really good, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, any other any other quotes that we liked? I love Shake Out the Sillies. That is, yeah. I like the I please like don't... That- Please don't finish my sentences. <laughs> yeah, that whole yeah. bit. Is I just, mean, the pairing is great. <laughs> just shake out the silly. <laughs> Maybe I should rethink having a coworker finish my sentences in my, in my draft. Um, all right. I had two more. Okay. Okay. I like I like check his i nine. Okay. Mostly because the tone she delivers with, with it's like. Almost like she was expecting it wasn't going to be on W2. Like, she's like, I know, but I, I got him. Check his eye Um And then the what name from Bill twice. Yes. But it's the second time that gets me. It's the way, like, he listens to the explanation, and then in this exact same voice and inflection and his facial expressions the same, he repeats it. What name? Yeah. Come, yeah. <laughs> same tone. Just what Not as usable, but a really great line. Okay. All right, so moving on about the, the gag or bit that had the biggest impact on the uh, the episode. Um, I think we hit people handing things in front of Bill. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually had Beth's grammar lesson. Um, oh. Because there's something like that, in a way, it's like that's when she takes control of the situation to me. Like, she already fooled him, but at that point, she's clearly running the show. You know, yeah. like, that's it. <laughs> She checks it with the grammar, and she's out. It's a good way to exit the uh, the exit the room, but exit the scene. I appreciate it. Um, I also had the signs on the door was a good, ba- mm. good gag. Oh, like yeah. that really worked going in and coming out when Jimmy James leaves. Uh, and Catherine Hayden to be wished a happy birthday. You know, just kind of it worked through the entire episode so that when she's happy at the end, you know, it really makes it more effective. So uh, I thought mm. those were the gags that really that really kind of spiced up the episode a little bit. Um, Lauren, what did you have on this list as well? Um, So I loved the gag of Dave calling it the B word. Like maybe they can't say that on television. (laughs) And then both Beth and Jimmy clarify, we're talking about bitch, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then by the end, when he's explaining what he called her to everyone, he's like, I called her a bitch. Like it's going to be no big deal. And everyone's just so offended. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's uh, you're right. Like when it starts off, you're like you're wondering if they could say it on television, and then it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe you can say it once on this television, and then they pop it out with <laughs> a total of six times. So that's a yeah. good one. Tom, any other gags or bits on your list? Uh, just I love the pause between when Lisa and Dave go out to the elevator, and then everybody. Yeah, the awkwardness of getting to the office. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Laura, you have more? Um, I had one more. Uh, it's a little one. So Matthew's line where he says his birthday was last week and no one remembered and it really hurt. He does this thing that I think he does it several times over the course of the series where like at the end of the line, he starts sounding all choked up. Like maybe he's trying to hold back tears. Okay. Um, and it's I think that's something he does a little bit that it always added some humor to what otherwise would have been a throwaway line. Huh. Um, and it just strikes me as a very Matthew thing because he does it a few times. Okay. Yeah, I can totally see that, especially over a couple episodes if that was more of a running thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. All right. Moving on to what the coolest detail was going to be, our favorite details of the episode. Um, I had uh, Bill has a card for rage therapy. <laughs> just has one on him to like ready to go friend. <laughs> i was like okay uh and then i also had the power of the b word because again like it is for us at least like nowadays like that is not a taboo word in the same sense of like everyone's gonna be like oh my stars and garters like, what did they just say <laughs> uh, now it's just like it's almost casual you know it's just it's kind of commonplace but, like, not only does it cause a, a fight that Lisa demands her keys back, but also everyone in the office immediately stops joking around as soon as they hear it happens. You know, so it's like the power of this word in this episode I thought was a, a fun little detail about it. It was a nice touch to the episode. Um, Tom, what did you have for other cool details or, or touches that you liked? Um, no, I didn't really have anything else. So, yeah, I thought this yeah. one was a little bit tougher of an episode to right. kind of identify some things. Uh, Lauren, what about you? Um, I've got a couple. Um, so when Dave and Lisa want to see Beth in Dave's office because they realize they've been tricked, Beth does this little stalling thing, like getting to the yeah. office three seconds yeah. later is going to somehow make it all better. And the look on her face and like the childlike little <laughs> movements she does, I thought that was a really nice yeah, touch. Lisa, now... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and this was kind of a, a little bit of a background thing. Um, in the restaurant at the end when Catherine says, okay, Evelyn, and then it cuts to Bill and you get his whole reaction of his demeanor changing. And then after he says, you know, it's pronounced Evelyn, it cuts back to Catherine grinning like the Cheshire cat. Yeah. This was the first time that I noticed Joe sitting right next to her gets this, oh shit, look on his face. <laughs> yeah. And then he, and then he downs the shot, the shot yeah. of alcohol has yeah. been sitting in front of him. I just thought that was a really funny reaction and a nice touch and something I hadn't really noticed before. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. That's a good one. That is a real good one. He's like, oh, man, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And also, I, Catherine's sinister laugh. I, I like that yeah. touch. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, again, she just blends from sweet to menacing so, like, mm-hmm. so seamlessly. <laughs> You know, we, we all think about the Big Day episode. Yeah. Um, you know, and how she, how her voice and demeanor just changed right there in, in that instant. But, uh, again, she really great episode for her. Really gave her a lot mm-hmm. to react to and, and showcase what she can do. So, um, any more? I think that's all I got. Okay. Yeah, like I said, like, it was, it, strangely enough, it's like the, there was so much quality that it was actually hard to find any of these other details. Um, mm-hmm. just, just a really good episode. 
Uh, okay, episode Enigmas. What are some more questions that we had about this episode? Um, I think we're going to rotate around a little bit, but my first question is going to be, uh, my first question is, what did Catherine do to Bill on his birthday? You're like, what was it? Whether it was good or whether it was bad, like now she has this information. What does she do? How does she use this information <laughs> that she's so happy? And on top of that, I am a Scorpio, and I know how much I love revenge and getting people back. <laughs> so I have to imagine that Catherine's ready to pull out all the stops. Like, it's been years, years in the making from our understanding of how this goes. So that was one of my questions, and I've got a couple more. Lauren, what was one of your other questions you had about the episode? Um. First, I just want to say I have an answer to that question when we get to something on the fly. Okay. <laughs> um, one question I have is, where is the other sock? Like, how did Dave manage to... Oh, did I steal... I stole Tom's <laughs> okay. How did Dave manage to leave one sock at Lisa's apartment? Did he walk out of there with one sock on? I will say, though, admittedly, one sock in a plastic bag, for whatever reason, is way, way funnier, funnier than two socks in a plastic bag. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I definitely agree. Um, case in point, I did have a visitor who one time left one sock, and I did not want, know what to do with it. And maybe because of this episode, I did put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> they were like, no, you can throw it out. And I was like, oh, okay. But, like, yeah, no, my first reaction was like, what the hell? And then I put it in a plastic bag. I was like, well, I'll go back to sock in this plastic bag. So uh, maybe it's life imitating art, but I, I related to that. I related to that. My real question was, like, how is that sock so clean? <laughs> you know, right. It looks like a new sock. I had to remember that it was a used sock. Um, but, yes. That's good. Uh, Tom, did you have another enigma now that Lauren stole one of yours? No, I think we've, we've covered my, my three enigmas. So First she, she stole your victory, and now she stole your questions. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to really get past like, it. I had, I had seven questions I could have picked any one of them. <laughs> I got a lot of questions. <laughs> All right, I'll come back to one of mine. Uh, one of mine was, what word was Dave thinking? Uh, after the staff is kind of briefed his office, and they all leave, and uh, they're like, can you guess what word I'm thinking of now? And they're like, the B word? He's like, no, we're past that. I'm, I'm pretty like, sure it rhymes with runt. <laughs> I think it just moved on to the next letter yeah, in the alphabet. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, if she didn't like the B word, she is not going to like the C word. I <laughs> Women do not respond well to that. Word. No. In a weird way, if you think about this episode as being about the c word, it actually uh, it actually hits a little bit harder. You know, it's, it's actually I, for comedy purposes, it has to be the b word because it's a little bit lighter. But if it was mm -hmm. a c word, I think we all be like, oh, oh, Dave, I did not think you were that type of guy. Yeah, it would have really generated that reaction. Yeah, but somehow they couldn't use the word penis. <laughs> and now we go back to the funny words all right Lauren, what's another one of your questions okay um did bill's parents really name him evelyn or is that just bill's way of dealing with the fact that his parents named him evelyn no that's actually how it's pronounced if it's a male's name it's it's uh french oh, oh okay. okay well then all right. No longer an enigma. Now, first of all, I did not know that it was a male's name in any society, and now I know the proper pronunciation. It is Evelyn. <laughs> Man, it makes me think of, uh, you know, 
He-Man, Skeletor. <laughs> Evil Lynn is the is the the bad woman, the sorceress. <laughs> and now I think of Bill. <laughs> um. Okay. In the cold open, Matthew presents Catherine with some sort of baked good. I always assumed it was a cupcake. On closer inspection, it looks more like a muffin, and in particular, like a Costco muffin. Mm. And s- someone just smeared frosting on the top, uh. and the frosting looks really messy. Like maybe they already did several takes of this scene. <laughs> so my question is, how many times did Candy smash the muffin into Andy Dick's face? <laughs> That's a pretty good question. <laughs> that is a pretty good question. Um, and just a couple other small ones. Does Beth really consider the staff of WNYX her closest friends? Because that's kind of sad, maybe. Mm. Uh, where does Bill keep his ID? And does Mr. James always walk around with a comb in his back pocket all the time? I can see like, that. In, when, they're in, when they're in the bathroom, he washes his hands, and then he pulls out a comb, and he combs his hair, and puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's like, like, women have hairbrushes in their purses, right? Like... Uh, again, I'm not the hair guy. I'm not here to talk about <laughs> hair issues with my bald head. Uh, but as like I kind of remember, I feel like back when I had hair, every once in a while I'd have a comb on me if I wanted to make sure it was going to be neat. But maybe he's just really vain. I don't know. <laughs> um, I had, I had. Why did? How did Bill hide his birthday so effectively? Like, how do you get that paperwork done? Maybe that's a '90s thing. He smoothed HR, went back, you know, pulled some sort of heist. Uh, but like, how do you get how do you get all this stuff without having your birthday on any official paperwork? Um, mm-hmm. And then my other question was just, what does Joe do all day? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it made me think of it is when they walked out to the elevator. Joe is at Catherine's desk, and I'm like, what is he helping Catherine with? Like, what could he possibly be helping Catherine with? All her That's... electrical work. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he's always just hanging around and everything. So it's like even early this early in the series. I'm like, what does he do all day? Because he's just there all the time. Uh, I love it, but I have to ask the question. Like, what is this guy? <laughs> playing detective at the meetings at lunch. Right. You know, all of that. Where they were all eating fruit salad. Anyone else notice that? Oh, yeah. The last one of them is eating a fruit salad for lunch. <laughs> That's why Joe's so cranky. There's no meat. <laughs> he wants some protein. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, uh, do we have any more enigmas? That's everything, right? That's everything. Okay, so uh, the bill I stole your cane keepsakes in case uh, anyone else had more. Uh, what I had, I had Beth's pocket watch necklace. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's my affinity for Flava Flav or just the fact that it was a really cool, uh, really cool part of her outfit. Uh, the card for Rage Therapy, the card that Bill gives Dave, I thought that would be a nice little keepsake, something to kind of display. And I'd also take the door signs. Yeah. The door signs, uh, the door signs yep. themselves. I'm like, mm. put those, mm-hmm. put those to the side. Post those up on the wall somewhere. Uh, so those are what I would have picked for keepsakes. Um, Lauren, what did you have? Any other keepsakes that you had on your list? I did have the rage management card on my list, mostly because I thought it would be funny to pull out and offer to people when they show like the mildest annoyance or something. <laughs> be like, rein it in. That would actually rage be hilarious. Management. <laughs> Um, and Bill's wallet, mostly because I want to know, did they make up a prop wallet and fill it with fake contents, or did they just use Phil Hartman's actual wallet for that bit? Oh, that's good. What I really like, too, is that she tosses it. It's a no-look toss to him. Yeah. She turns and tosses it, and it's no-look. That should have gone like, a coolest detail. Um, but the way that she tosses the wallet back to him and he catches it was really, really good part of the scene, too. 
Looked good, yeah. That's what. All right, Tom, did you have any other on your list for keepsakes? No, we hit them all. Got lucky. You got lucky, Val. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you came with two and you Mm -hmm. gave them. Um, Okay. So, uh, I don't think we really have to go over the MVP. We did a nice job with that. Um, I actually had Bill as my runner-up for that, but Catherine was my MVP. I thought, again, I thought it was a really, she set the emotional tone of the episode and she was just, her ability to react really sold a lot of the bits for me. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, now we're going to go to a segment we call a time capsule from the internet with Lauren. All right. So as previously noted, there's not a ton of information on the Usenet forums from this day in 1995, but I checked out on and according to that website, October 31st, 1995 was an extremely unremarkable day. The <laughs> New Jersey Devils reached an agreement to stay in New Jersey. Yay! And uh, someone named Henry A. Walter Richard Percy died at the age of 42. He was the 11th Duke of Northumberland, and I just thought it was a shame that he wasn't the Duke of North Chesterborough. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Greater North Chesterborough? Poor guy. Um, the number one song in the U.S. was Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Great song. Uh, recently made popular again by the film Free Guy. <laughs> Got stuck in my head anyway. Uh, yeah. The top movie at the box office was The American President, starring Michael Douglas and Annette Bening. That's a good movie. Good flick. Yeah. It was also Dan Rather's 64th birthday. I'm Dan Rather. And just as a side note, uh, Candy Alexander was actually 38 when this episode wow. aired. If you ever announce her heir, she's coming for me. I'm coming Catherine for you. Slap. How dare you talk bad about Catherine? <laughs> and that has been a time capsule from the internet. Excellent, excellent. I always like those segments. Um, all right, so we just have a couple more categories uh, to go through, or, or newer categories here. Uh, the first thing we're going to do is added scene, something on the fly. All right, so a scene or montage that you'd like to add. So, Lauren, you already have one ready to go by the sound of it. So I actually have two, but one of them was very fitting with your enigma. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'd like to see a cut to June 19th the following year so we can see what super duper special thing Catherine arranged for Bill's birthday. And what I'm picturing is her being extra sweet to him all day, throwing the little office party for him, and then offering to take him out to lunch. And on the way to lunch, she makes sure the cab takes them through Times Square, where she has convinced Jimmy to finance a billboard (laughs) with Bill's picture and the title WNYX news anchor, Evelyn McNeil. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I think that would get him. I I think that would go big. And having Jimmy's involvement, I think, is also another bonus. Like, (laughs) that would do it. Um, Does I pictured not for a scene, but just I pictured more like uh, you know that movie, The Game, where where Michael Douglas like they basically pay to have him think that he's you know his life is in danger. He's on this big mission. Like I could see her doing that to him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Like, I don't know if it would be funny. I don't know if it's something we would want to watch, but, like, that's how I see Catherine Bigger back. Like, setting up to make him think he's a murderer. Uh, or, like, a, a murder suspect and have him go on the run. <laughs> it's like the wrong guy starring Phil Hartman. 
No, but yeah, I um, I thought it'd be something like that type of that type of meme. Like he, she's got a lot to get him back for. That's like, true. She would go big. Right, but no, that's a yeah, that's a good scene that I think would be good. Tom, did you have a uh, an added scene or something on the fly? Yeah, um, I'd kind of like to see like a um, like a all the president's men kind of situation where Matthew is tracking down Bill's birth certificate. You know, meeting people in parking lots and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is a good one. That's a good one. I actually, you know, I didn't have a good one the way I wanted to. I wanted Joe. I felt like Joe actually had a pretty decent episode. You know, like, again, him playing detective. And so, like, I was trying to think of how you add him, like, being a detective kind of in. It just doesn't fit with the episode. You know, but, like, he kind of breaks him down. And what did you say, my man? <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, he kind of <laughs> susses out what's actually going uh, going on between them. So, um, I, I just couldn't think of how to fit it in, but I'd love if there's some sort of aspect of getting Joe to try to find out some information and like, you know, keep on his, his questioning uh, style. Hmm. Uh, maybe at the end in the restaurant, you know, they add something on, but I don't know. <laughs> Not very strong performance. Uh, all right, Lauren, what's another one of the ones you had? Um, I had one more. I want to see the scene in the office while Dave and Lisa are out to lunch and everyone's sitting around the conference table with a giant stack of paper just coming up with different signs. <laughs> it's like the hardest That's they've worked so all week. That's so great. <laughs> That's a great scene. <laughs> Love Shack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the office is Yeah. Those were their top picks. Yeah. And you got to be like, who came up with it? Joe? Bill, probably even Catherine, like she would have got in on it. You know, know like who came up with the ones I actually decided to go with? Uh, And I'm sure they just made Matthew tape it up. (laughs) (laughs) Who taped this up? Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, Tom, did you have any other scenes? You just had no. That that was it. All right. Well, I didn't have any, so that's definitely not a judgment. (laughs) Um, Okay, so now we are in our last, such a last category, the catch-all. Uh, not no no characters recast in this one. So um, the only kind of random idea thing I really wanted to bring up that we didn't hit on is that this is a great Bill asking questions episode. Um, not just the nice, but every question is like almost every question he asks. It seems like he's got some sort of purpose. Like the, he brings something to the table just by asking questions. What was that? <laughs> like what did you call it? <laughs> like what was the name? Like throughout the entire episode, the way that he's questioning everything, I thought was really good, really noteworthy. So I noted it. Um, <laughs> what else do we have for this catch-all? Tom, what else do you have? Do you have something else for this catch-all? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of the... No, it's notable because there's not a lot of... Um, or there is there aren't any non or, or speaking roles from non-main cast members. You know, it's just all oh. the main cast. There's no guest star. Uh, the extras are way down from the first season. So it's just like, you know, it's just the uh, what, seven of them. And that's it. Yeah, right. I um, you're right. I didn't really think about it like all the way around, but yeah, that's that's completely true. Like, there's just it's just contained. Yeah. To the main cast, the entire episode. Uh, Lauren, what else? What did you have to add in this category here? Um, just a few things I noticed. So, um, wanted to note this is the first of seven times that Bill says "delicious" over the course of the series. Excellent. I just want to make sure we recognize that this was also the first of ten times we see Catherine slap someone excluding the epic slap montage we see in Catherine Moves On. 
Fair. Um, and while we were on break, I did look up the first instance of Your Name's Gorelli. It does not appear until season two, episode 17, Physical Graffiti, when Jimmy says, Gorelli, get in here. And Bill says, Your Name's Gorelli? <laughs> All right. So, so our internet friend was uh, ahead of the game, a little bit ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't care. Nobody answered them. <laughs> Nobody answered. <laughs> That's part of the joke, right? <laughs> I think so. Um, I did find it really interesting that these are arguably two of the biggest Dave and Lisa episodes of the series, which is, of course, why we included them in our Dave and Lisa unit, and that they both have storylines that involve Catherine's birthday. We had Inappropriate last time, yep. and now The Breakup, and both of them have Catherine's birthday featured as the B story. Yep. And when we do our unit review episode, we're going to talk about a lot of the connections that we have between episodes. So we're going to, we're going to save a lot of the, the commonalities between you know these two and the three and try to have some fun with that. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Catherine gets two birthdays in one year. <laughs> Technically two different seasons, but yeah. Yeah. I do love the Bill line, the Scorpio line. Like, I've become accustomed to this thing. <laughs> of course you do. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Our I resident do. Scorpio. But it's also the way that he delivers it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, do we have anything else that we wanted to put in here? Um, I did note, uh, just because in the last episode I mentioned there was that desk that's sort of like behind Beth's desk and Joe was doing some background work back there. Yeah. Um, I just didn't remember ever seeing anyone sit there. This episode, someone is sitting there. Through much of the episode, there's a woman sitting there writing with a pencil. So Yeah, I noticed that, that too. That's what I know. I like, <laughs> which really, again, just like, what does Joe do all day? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what does Joe do? Um, okay, so we are at our, our final category, kind of our wrap-up here, which we like to call The More You Know, our lesson learned from this episode. So we're going to start off with Tom, uh, and then go to Lauren, and I'll finish myself. So Tom, what lesson did you learn from this episode? Uh, you should be very careful when you're calling someone a name. <laughs> that is absolutely good advice, especially depending on the name. Um, Lauren what did you learn from this episode if you have a secret at work any kind of secret and you realize one person knows about it it won't be long before every person knows about it so maybe just come clean that is a fact that is a fact (laughs) it's gonna get out and it's gonna get around all right the more you know. And the lesson that I learned was that good birthdays depend on the gift. Catherine was not happy, and then she got the right gift, and then she was super happy. <laughs> so obviously, the only hey. thing that we can take away from this episode is that the gift is really the only important part to making people happy. So <laughs> I will double my efforts on the gift giving. Not my budget, <laughs> just my efforts <laughs> on the gift giving. And that's how, I'll, that's how I'll transition out of this episode. The more that we know. All right. Okay, uh, so the next episode on the Hoodoo Factory conveyor belt is Led Zeppelin 2, hosted by Lauren. That will be our third and final episode in our Dave and Lisa unit. Uh, and I do want to note that the, uh, the DVD order and the streaming order is slightly out of sync. Uh, so we are trying to figure out how, how to let people know where to find the actual episodes other than title. Until next time, please stop by the gift shop on your way out. Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, supplier of the only known antidote for absolute fever. This is me saying, butafuco to you too. Good night, pumpkin. Pantyhose. 
Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the source for all your hoodoo needs. You can follow us on Twitter at hoodoo underscore factory. The Hoodoo Factory is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Please stop by the gift shop on your way out. And remember, the Hoodoo Factory is the supplier of the only known antidote for abs of fever. <laughs>